music and poetry and some documentary about, um, you know, you can just listen back to it. And, uh, yeah, uh, New York, if you ever want to call again and talk about, like, you know, you write books and stuff. Well, I kind of more of used to write books and stuff, but yeah, right. I can, yeah, I can I can talk about that stuff. And ah. you can you can read from them, but I'm gonna play this other thing now. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's Bug Out Square. It's Tuesday. It's six o'clock. It's uh, <clears throat> it's dark. The the planets are lining up to turn into one. It's uh, the holiday season is upon us, and uh, it's a Christmas show. So dig. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Uh, this week on Bug House Square, I'm doing a Christmas show, man. What can I tell you? Uh, you know... If you don't dig Christmas music, then, uh, you know, I'd like to offer you a drink or something, but um, I can't right now. No one can. You're just going to have to uh, work through that yourself. So I'll try to keep it uh, as, you know, uh, I don't know. It's not like I got like a really super awesome christmas collection but uh i'll try i'll do the best i can with what i got and uh, uh we got some contributors as well and i'll throw in some other music so I, I'm, I'm pretty confident it's going to be a good two hours even if you don't dig christmas music sleeping in some good warm place man come along and we give him a little race was that a vigilante man Preacher Casey was just a working man And he said, unite all you working men Killed him in the river, some strange man Was that a vigilante man? Shotgun in his hand, would he shoot his his brother brother and sister down? I rambled around from town to town. I rambled around from town to town. And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle. Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land. Did you ever see the faces of the children? They get so excited. 
so blue, just thinking about you. Decorations of red on a green Christmas tree.
Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows A turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow Will find it hard to sleep tonight They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see a reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase To kids from one to ninety-two Although it's been said Many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to My true love brought to me a partridge in a pear tree. The second day of Christmas, my true love brought to me two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. The third day of Christmas, my true love brought to me three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. The fourth day of Christmas my true love brought to me Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves And a partridge in a pear tree Child is this who lives? 
stars are brightly shining It is the night of the dear Savior's birth Long lay the world in sin and ever pining Till he appeared and the soul felt its worth a thrill of hope the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn With a corncob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. Frosty the snowman is a fairy tale, they say. He was made of snow, but the children know how he came to life one day. There must have been some magic in that old silk hat they found. For when they placed it on his head, he began to dance around. Oh, Frosty the snowman was alive as he could be. And the children say he could laugh and play just the same as you and me.
Frosty the snowman knew the sun was hot that day. So he said, let's run and we'll have some fun now before I melt away. Down to the village with a broomstick in his hand. Running here and there all around the square saying, catch me if you can. He led them down the streets of town right to a traffic cop. And he only paused a moment when he heard him holler, stop. For Frosty the snowman had to hurry on his way. But he waved goodbye saying, don't you cry, I'll be back again someday. There must have been some magic in that old silk hat they found. For when they placed it on his head, he began to dance around. Frosty the snowman was alive as he could be. And the children say he could laugh and play just the same as you and me. Thumpity thump thump thumpity thump thump look at Frosty go. Thumpity thump thump thumpity thump thump over the hills of snow.
yep, yep, yep. There are my, uh, uh, yeah, um, yeah, there it is. Um, uh, Vince Guaraldi. Yeah, Christmas. Here we go. Um, welcome. This has been a long set, huh? Uh, yeah, it's a good set. So, uh, <laughs> sorry. I apologize. I've been uh, thinking about a lot of things, you know. I think about things um, as we all should, you know. We all should think, right? Uh, yeah, we all should. So, hey, this is Bug House Square. It's a little thing uh, we do uh, once a week at uh, Mutiny Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida in the beautiful mission where it's always flat and sometimes sunny. And it's uh, uh, it's dark now. I hope uh, anybody that got out to see the uh, the two planets, I don't know. I mean, I didn't. Uh, where I'm at, it's just kind of, yeah, it's not, I had to drive somewhere, <laughs> drive somewhere to see it, uh, but I guess I'm not that, uh, I'm not that invested in it, but I, I can appreciate it, you know, it's the two planets, and the, although I think at one time I did see the two planets, uh, not like super close, but they were getting close, so it was kind of cool to see them, you know, they were like maybe a fist apart. If you shove your fist at the sky and measured between uh, fingers, that's about how far apart they were. And it looked pretty cool. Uh, So, yeah, hey, uh, I hope uh, all is well. Uh, You know, it's not for a lot. It is for some. Uh, For those uh, who are struggling, um, I wish you well. Those of you who are not, find... uh, the struggling folk, and um, and reach out. I don't know. It's hard. It's like what the hell? There's I don't know. It, it, it. I've got <laughs> I've got a friend uh, who I talk to. Uh, not so, we text more, and and that's not very often. But we we've we've got a vast history, um, and we. He used to say about something about like building a pyramid that they should build a pyramid in the middle of the country and it would just provide like this like tons of jobs. So it's like, you know, I look at like uh, infrastructure, uh, uh, work that needs to be done, bridges are dilapidating and and then what I see is like uh, contractors, right? They're there. They're, this is like a killer job. We can do this. And uh, but... Um, it's, it's more than, so then it's all just kind of channeled up to, uh, a business. Yeah. And they're employing people. But if you had a thing where you could train people and do it and, and it's like, Oh, train, why would, you know how much money that would cost? It's like, fuck that. What? Yeah. It's going to cost more than having some guy come in or gal that's got a whole, uh, system laid out of doing it the extremely most efficiently for the for the cheapest amount of price, and the people who work for them are making uh, perhaps a decent wage and a decent you know, but not really you know, or happy to be working. 
But the thing is, if it's if it's the money that is all of the 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 government's money and our money, which is what it is, that what a what a great place to, if you could tack you know a ten or fifteen percent onto a cost of something you're training people in the area where this infrastructure work is going, not people just like rolling in, building something beautiful and then leaving and leaving just like whatever they spent money on. It's like, no, you want to teach the people who are around where all this shit's happening and have them contribute and prosper from that because there's, there, you know, I don't know, whatever, it's money or what or goodwill, there's shit that, that, that all this stuff is like moving around, right? And it's not balanced and um, it needs to be. It needs to be. It, it's like so out of balance now. But it, it, it so, it, you know, if you look, it's just like, God damn it. I don't want to be around when the everything fucking falls apart, right? It's just like there's always that those... Uh, uh, nodes or whatever as you're looking at the waveform of history you know it's like oh man I want to be on you know uh, when it's going up there I don't want to crash man because um, I think things are pretty good you know I mean there's as far as like knowledge and technology and things are it's like we know what can be done and what 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 can be done you know and it's just, I don't get it. I don't get the whole, like, I want to be, like, super rich, man. I don't know. I just don't get it. Um, well, it's Christmas, right? And uh, Jesus was uh, born, uh, so they say, somewhere around this time. It's also the solstice tonight, which is super awesome. Uh, I talked to a couple friends who are, I didn't. I texted them. Yes, I did. Um, I like to text, I gotta tell you, I'm not gonna lie. The text is good, you get out there, it's like thinking about you, but I don't really want to talk to you, so yeah, I like to text. And it's not that I, you know, sometimes I want to talk, or I can talk, but it's just time, maybe, I don't know. I, don't, I gotta just like that fleeting, like, thinking about you, gotta go. I like that. Um... Well, let me grab these records. So I, I, I don't have a whole lot of Christmas records. <laughs> so what it, I, I went through, so I, I, we got the first hour in, and no repeats except for the uh, uh, Vince Guaraldi, the Charlie Brown's Christmas, w which I will be, which is the greatest record uh, Christmas of all time and uh, up on the probably my top 100 albums of all time, definitely in my top 100. Not that I have a top 100. It's probably way up the list. Um, it's an album that I can listen to. Eh, no, nah, I don't want to really listen to it. Other <laughs> than the holidays. But uh, uh, it seems like I could. Like once in a while I'll be like doing something in a hot summer day and start a whistling. <laughs> yeah. Let me grab these records. Hold on. And I'm so I'm so psyched. I'm going through. I've got my I bought 100 sleeves and 100 jacket covers. And then every time I find a record that has no sleeve, I put one on, 
And if the jacket's splitting out, I'll put a piece of plastic on it. And I'm uh, very proud of myself as a, a custodian of uh, this accumulation of records. Uh, from the Happy Holiday Volume uh, 16, who did we do from there? That was, uh, all right, this is, oh, we did Ella Fitzgerald. That was, that was so good. And she did uh, Sleigh Ride. And I think before that, or before that, or after that, so I should have said, I don't know where to, it was Peggy Lee doing um, kind of a medley thing. So it was a nice little uh, juxtaposition there, you know, just to let you know that I'm really like thinking. <laughs> uh, and that's probably what this one was from. Frosty the Snowman was in there. Uh, Frosty the Snowman from uh, Children's Christmas Favorites. But Frosty the Snowman, I, I, it's not like an original. I have a couple. I have a Frosty and I have a Rudolph somewhere, but I, I, I didn't delve too deep. I know they're, they're downstairs somewhere. <laughs> from the, this was the one that I covered because it was so crown records. This thing is like old. This thing is very old. Um, and we did, uh, oh, Jesus, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, uh, we did I Must Not Think Bad Thoughts, uh, X from uh, More Fun in the New World. Before that, Burl Ives, uh, 12 Days of Christmas. I'm sorry I ducked out of 12 Days of Christmas <laughs> to, uh, to What Child Is This? <laughs> That was a, uh, yeah. That was like from the the skillet into the fire. Sorry, I was um. I'm trying to think. I'm, you know, Burl Ives. Uh, I was tapping in. Uh, I thought the twelve twelve days you it would be something, and but it uh it was. It was what it was. Uh, Nat King Cole doing the Christmas song. From uh, Nat King Cole, the Christmas song record. That's good. He's just like sitting on a nice leather chair in front of the fire with a, just this beautiful cardigan and a stuffed animal in his hand and just highly polished loafers. Man, looking just awesome. <laughs> Nat King Cole. Uh, we had um, Stevie Wonder. We did uh, I Wish. Um, I don't know. I play that, that song. Just reminds me of Christmas. I think it, it like really where where I was. It really kind of smashed in that winter, whatever that winter that was. And uh, I just liked uh, I, I I liked that tune. Uh, Elvis. We did uh, Blue Christmas. We're gonna come back to some of these. Um, I just wanted to get through once. Uh, I'm gonna do some repeat because there's some there's some good. Uh, Stuff on here. Ramsey Lewis, we did for more sounds of Christmas. We did uh, Drummer Boy. All right. So I got this Klez, um, Klezmer Conservatory Band. And I'm, uh, <clears throat> I don't consider myself a connoisseur of Klezmer music, but I've been exposed to some very high quality Klezmer in my life. And, um, and, and the Klez, I'm, <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't give a a, a, a suit. All right. I, I haven't listened to it cover to cover, so I can't give you a thing. I'm, but I've gone to this uh, more than twice 
and uh, haven't really been satisfied. It's like, it's a little polished for me, the stuff that I've heard. And uh, I like my klezmer, uh, uh, I like it greasy, you know. I like it just kind of uh, bombastic, you know. Anyway. Uh, Bing Crosby did, uh, we played uh, um, White Christmas. No, I, uh, yes, White Christmas, because that's the, that's the big hit. That's such a, that's a song that I know is, it's, it's like, it's beyond cliche, but it's, it's such a, it's such an awesome tune and an awesome recording that it just, it's just like, fuck you, you know, I'll play this like forever. Uh, Perry Como. (laughs) So I was, uh, um, texting with, uh, my friend Yuri G, who is, uh, we're working on some projects together, and he's just always, the man is just, uh, um, uh, he's, he's obsessed with thought. Um, he said, uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas. That was one that he suggested. <coughs> Fortunately, I have this, like, copy of Perry Como just destroying that song, so he took a, a melancholy song and turned it into a, uh, happy sounding melancholy song kind of Perry Como and uh, we had uh, um, John Lennon of course and Yoko Ono doing um, uh, uh, Merry Christmas uh, uh, so this is Christmas right or what do they call it uh, happy Christmas war is over and we started off uh, with uh, the who from the Tommy record uh, Christmas, uh, I know that was a little uh, deviant there, <laughs> but uh, that's a good that's a good Christmas song as far as I am concerned. I'm setting these down. A segment we do here is called "Rise from the Basement" because it's no lie in the basement we're miles apart. No surprise, gonna rise from the basement. And what it is, it's home recordists. All right, people who record music where they live, where they sleep, any style, any genre. This has to be recorded where they do that. Um, so this isn't, you know, these are just uh, just folk like you and me, or maybe not. I don't know. Could be anybody. So um, hold on, I'm gonna. I talked this machine out, and I have to. I have to look at. It and, all right, it's gonna ask me for my secret. Turn your head, and and and. All right, did you hear that? Did that? So uh, our first um, contributor here, let's see, I'm going to do, oh, man. All right, hold on. i got to plug these in. I'm so sorry because I, I, I should be plugging these in, but it's always a hard thing because when do I plug it in or if I had a microphone, maybe uh, I need one of those, like, microphone. I need a, a, a lavalier mic is mm-hmm. what I need. I just have it on all the time, and I can go. Uh, so this is, uh, this is Kay Jizzle. <laughs> Kay Jizzle, Merry Christmas, man, if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, this song is called The Cleanse. Uh, KG has been uh, doing this, been doing this for a while. Um, doing that. Let's turn that down a little bit. I'm going to touch this, and I think it's set up where it's going to, like, so I'm going to a page, and it's going to go, you really want to play this? And I'm going to say, hell yes, The Cleanse. K Jizzle. Uh, I touched it. 
and the pause button and the dots they're all considering my if I'm worthy of this Jingle bells, jingle 
Seated by my side, the horse was lean and lank. Misfortune seemed his lot. He got into a drifted bank, and we we got upset. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh! Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh! Sing the sleighing song. Just get a bobtail nag to forty for his speed. Then hitch him to an open sleigh and crack. He'll take the lead. Go jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh! Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Yeah, that's a version of Jingle Bells. <laughs> oh man, that's another record that I like. There's some of these old ones that are the production is just, uh, you know, I don't know where they're made, but uh, they crack me up. Anyway, uh, we're going back to the basement. Hold on, let me let me pick this up. Oh, this is uh. This is Nuke, uh, Nicolas Edwin, Nick, Nicolas, N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S, Edwin, um, uh, from Chicago, I'm pretty, pretty sure, uh, it's pretty fresh, this is a Christmas song, you know, we heard that, um, I was doing a Christmas show, and, man, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty good that you can just, like, you know, dash this one off, uh, so fresh, five days old, uh, the Christmas, uh, uh just, Christmas song. See, I got that there. I'm touching this. It's considering my request. The dots are, are contemplating. Santa slid 
That's the end of Bug House Square, the Christmas edition. That's right, we're here at mutinyradio.fm and .sf holding it down. Uh, me and Roach, a.k.a. Rachel Pinson, of Always Free. Always Free, that was from 4 to 6. You just listened to the amazing Christmas edition of Bug House Square. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, here we, we get the laughs up. Yay! We'll turn on lights and figure it all out. But that was the end of Bug House Square, Christmas edition. Christmas music, how do you feel about it? I have mixed feelings about Christmas music, for sure. You know, there's times when it's cheery, and there's times where it makes you sad. Uh, What's your saddest Christmas song? What's a Christmas song that makes you sad? Because I can't think of... 
the Elvis, I'll have a blue Christmas. I'll have a blue, you. blue Christmas you know? without you. And also, George Michael, the late, great George Michael. Gus George Scott Michael Elvis. died? Yes, George Michael died. What? And the year he died, I kept remembering. Wait, 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 wait. George Michael of Wham died? Yes, George Michael Where of Wham died. Where have I been? Where have you been, Pim Have I been hiding listen, in a barrel of wine? Because listen, I didn't know that George Michael was dead. He is deceased. No way. He is deceased. Oh, my God, when? Year, was it the same year as Prince? It was the same year that every single time I went to any store ever, they would play last Christmas. I, I gave, gave you my heart. A very nice day. You gave it away. This year, the same the tears. I gave it to someone special. special. So I can't believe been, he's dead. It must have been 2017, 2018. I can't believe he's yeah, dead. Like, like I was saying, I, was, I, was, I dated a Jewish man. And I thought that I could finally get away from Christmas music. But he really loved hearing Christmas music because mm. he's singing choir. But then George Michael died, and every <gasps> single store I went to, I would hear, Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. The very next day, you threw it away. I'm like, Why? Everywhere I'm going, I'm like hearing, Last Christmas, Last Christmas, Last Christmas, over and over and over again. And then I was like, Oh, because George Michael died. Like they're playing this song. Makes sense now. Over and over. And it must have been 2018. I can't believe I'm still reeling from the concept that George Michael is dead. I, I, wham. What a great band. Like, wow. Wham. I just, um, so many great karaoke hits. You know what I'm saying? Do you miss karaoke? Oh, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. I I miss doing karaoke as it was spoken word poetry mm. and doing um the whole uh I would I would do uh REMs losing my religion but as spoken word poetry. Did you say boozing my religion or no, losing, losing my boozing altogether? And then I would just be like, Life is bigger. It's bigger than you and you are not me. <laughs> the links that I would go to. Distance. The distance in your eyes. Ah, is that what it is? Oh no. But yeah, that's what That's I a Mondegrin. I didn't know that it was the distance in your eyes. I thought it was like the distance and the smize. I thought no, it had to do with Tyra. Oh, no. I no idea. I said too much. <laughs> oh, no. I haven't said enough, Pam <laughs> I thought that I heard you laughing. No! I thought I heard you sing, you know, like that. And uh, I think I thought I saw What do you miss you about smile. karaoke? Oh, um, feeling good about myself in a crowd of people that I didn't know. Like, that's nice. I mean, you get it from comedy sometimes, but... Really, karaoke is putting your insides on the outsides, and the harder you try, the better Everyone you are. Everyone gets to be a rock star. Well, the, the harder you try, the better you are at karaoke. If you are off key and you push it hard, <laughs> you are amazing and perfect, and I love you. It's about it's a it's karaoke like comedy at no, all. No, no, karaoke is the only thing that exists in the world that the harder you try, the better you are. There's nothing else that exists in that realm. The harder you try at comedy doesn't mean the better that you are. It doesn't. No matter how much time you do, no matter how much hard, how hard you work, no matter how many sets you do, it doesn't. You don't. You're not. But with karaoke, 
if you push a bad note hard, I love it. It's so good because you're trying. It's it's about the effort. It's the only quote unquote art that's about the effort, you know, because there's no other. No one looks at their I guess everyone looks at their kids finger pain. They're like, oh, that was such a great effort. You're so talented. But, you know, you aren't like equitably when you look at art, what is there's an aesthetic that we have. But that is lifted from karaoke. There is no aesthetic in karaoke. Karaoke is about the, you, how hard you try. How do you feel with uh, parody versus karaoke? Oh, no, that's even better. Like, so that's fine. If you're up at karaoke, like all the time, you know, if, if I had some bad sets and I knew there was karaoke late night, yeah, I'm gonna go. It's another set. Well, it's another set, but you 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 pick up a a song like a like a JT like a James Taylor song like a like something that's long and quiet, and then you just monologue over it and entertain the audience and maybe do jokes or whatever. But I, I don't know. Karaoke's the time where it's like the lowest bar, but the highest. You bring the bar that you want to perform at. <laughs> and the bar is very low. And sometimes no one listens. But but you can make them listen. And if you're entertaining enough, <laughs> dear God. monologue in the middle. Exactly. Of the solo. 100%. Of that song. Everybody, and I'm Mr. Meeseeks. Look I, at me. Existence is pain. Parody. I have a parody of a Christmas song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sing your song while I get the wine. I have a parody of a Christmas <laughs> song. Uh, it's a parody of walking in a winter wonderland. That's why I was asking you, what, how do you feel karaoke versus parody? All right, this is a parody of walking in a winter wonderland. <clears throat> in the ghetto we can see a dead man And see some hookers prance around She'll say, do you wanna? We say, no, ma'am but if you got a 20, she'll go down later on. If you wanna, we can smoke marijuana. Be as high as can be, it's easy to see. Walking in a ghetto wonderland. It, it's a little different now, like, uh, given being in San Francisco on the Tenderline. In the, in the street, we can see someone nod out. And then he will poop on the ground. We'll see all the needles all around him. And you can smell crack for the first time. I fucked that up. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, it's fine. I've anyway, smelled crack. You know what sm- crack smells like? Burning rubber. Burning plastic. Yeah. yeah it's weird. Yeah. yeah that's I wish I didn't know what crack smelled like. I uh, I could tell you the stories, but I probably shouldn't. Well, I've never done crack. It's one of the yeah, things. Yeah, me neither. That's the I've, sad part. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I've smoked my boogers after I've done 24 hours of cocaine, but that's not crack. I mean, that's my body making its own crack, and that's don't eat your boogers, smoke It's completely them. vegan that way. It is vegan. Yeah, it's all... Well, but that's the thing because it's yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's why breast milk is vegan, and I want to save all the vegans by making breast milk cheese. And um, I I will pump my own breasts in the future. No, you know what? I won't. 
I'd like to. My buddy, I, I actually thought about this years ago, and I'm like, I do want to pump my own breasts just because I did want to make the cheese. And my buddy had had babies, and I asked her. I was like, hey, Dr. Katie, you got those fucking breast pumps? She's like, I just gave it away to another friend. Damn it. But if she would have had her breast pump, I would have started because I read a bunch of articles that if you start pumping your own breasts, you actually can create breast milk. Even if you're not having a baby or whatever, you can force yourself to lactate, which I think is an interesting concept as a human, and I'd like to do yeah, that's it. That's how my sister made her money for many years. Oh, my God. She sold breast milk. That's gorgeous. She really did. But No, yeah. but I thought you said she was a drug addict. You can't sell dr- dr- no, drug no, breast milk. she definitely, uh, after she had a baby, kept lactating and bought breast pumps to keep lactating to make money selling like the images and her milk. The images too, like the, damn. Yeah, no, she was like before Look only at me, like bow, bow, bow. But she did it for like uh, people that were uh, veterans, mm. so it was for a good cause. So no, I have a theory. It was for so we can bomb people in the Middle East. She gave up her breast milk to soldiers so they could watch her breast breast milk. Well, I have a theory. I have a theory. It's a social service. I have a theory about God women. America. I have a theory about bisexual bisexuality and women. And I think that any woman can truly be bisexual because women are able to birth children uh, of both sexes. Kissers? Well, yeah, but we as women are able to birth both whether you choose to or not have a baby. We can create life and love that life of either sex or gender or whatever. We have the ability as women, because we create life, to love all life. Therefore, bisexuality, hell yeah, we can love all life. If you have a baby and it's a boy and it can suck on your boob, great. And you have a girl, it can suck on your boob, great. Is it sexual? No, but it's just making sense that like, but even as an adult, like maybe you haven't had kids, but the concept of being a woman and being able to create life and have both any any gender suckle off you that gives you sort of more of an openness, might we say, to bisexuality. And then some people say that guys that are bisexual are just on the road to being gay. But ooh, I've heard it. But um, just <laughs> a little too. Just a little, I did. I did till I told. I'm sorry. I lifted the veil. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Women fart and that's equal because everybody farts. Well, that ain't. But it depends how much cheese you eat, really. Or whatever. Some people can't eat cheese at all. And for those people, I'm sorry. I'm, you know what? Anyone out there lactose intolerant right now, I'm about to get misty for your whole cause. I feel terrible for you. Because I'm going to say that 75% of my calories come in from sour cream and cheese and (laughs) cheese cheese and, I mean, cow products and eggs. little bacon. Anyway, cool. Hey, this is the end of Bug House Square. And yeah, Roach and I are hanging Square. out. We're doing it. Before we're this was always radio. free, check that out. Four to six uh, every Tuesday. Yeah, we had a lot here. of uh, sound collage and then a John Coltrane shit. It was fucking cool. And yeah. at the end, she had a poem. At the end, there was a poem by um, Eloisa. It was so good. It was so good. And she said something about like, Oh, it was, I really resonated with the end of her poem. It was about like, where is God and what am I doing? And I'm with you and everything's okay. And I, I was like, oh, it's so good. 
I have a poem. Uh, it's a short poem. Can I read it uh, Please. on the air right now? Please. Okay. Jesus <clears throat> Christ, <read> <clears throat> Are you guys ready? <clears throat> How could I be orthodox? I'm not even religious. You're wishing on a star that's been dead before you were born. The closet is empty. All the skeletons dance in the living room. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I can tell it was a good line by your uh, laughter. I don't have to paint a picture to get you to see. What? That's, that's a it, great that's poem. It. That's, a, that's a, it's a very short poem. This is a great poem. I have other poems. Oh my God, that one's so good. You that know what one's I like? really recent. That's a really great last line. I don't uh, just need you to see. That's woof. I don't have to paint a picture. Yeah. It's, it's you have good. a you have a poetry. Um, I have an I have an advanced, show I have, oh, on oh, Wednesdays, on right? Wednesdays, yeah, yeah, not tomorrow because we did it last week, um, but we are doing one the following week, and then we're also doing one on New Year's Eve. It's uh, CPCL Choose Poetry, Choose Life with my buddies in Glasgow, Scotland, also in coordination with the uh, University of Chicago. It's a uh, University of it's 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 really lovely. And there's it's international poets. I've met all these crazy people. Also, I've met two like super cute ginger boys that are both poets and gorgeous and hilarious and wonderful and so talented. Um, everybody, look up Francis Grohm's new. It, it and it just came out on the Arkansas thing. It's uh, it's called basically I find you attractive, and it's it's a game that's on YouTube that you can play that's about um. Uh, in cells and it's so good it's so good uh look <laughs> it up francis grom his new basically i find you attractive and it's like a computer voice which i'm super into but it's reading all of his work and it's so maths like you it's like if if the target leaves you go to six minutes if not skip to 14 minutes and the whole thing it's like a choose your own adventure it's amazing and he's a poet and He's lovely. And then also Andy Talbot. He's the other ginger boy who's lovely, and he's in Glasgow, Scotland. You can get his poetry book, Old Wounds, New Skin. Actually, I think it's sold out of its second printing. What is sold out? Well, of its second, second printing? printing, but he can always Whoa. print more. Like, Yeah, just order more. Just and order more. Be, yeah, you should get more of this. It's I just, it's poetry. and But the best part is when they read it because they have those sexy accents and they're like, they're such wow. ginger beards. Oh, I know, we're zooming like everywhere. I love the gingers. I got oh, a thing. Do you, you think I can spoon someone with my poetry someday? Yeah, well, you guys got to write poems about boys. I, I boys have, don't like it, though. I've written poems no, about boys. Okay, they don't like true. it. It's not, it's not received. They are not same. into no. it as much as I thought they can would I, be. Can I read you a Please. general poem? Yeah, All right. Um. Life is bullshit. <laughs> Use that bullshit as fertilizer and bloom. Not everyone will like the smell of your flower. Some may choose to propagate you. Some may choose to have you in their garden. You're a weed in someone's eyes. 
maybe on a different continent, maybe in a different backyard. That won't stop you from expanding roots to seek water. You continue towards the star, taking in the mist, illustrating the wind. Your resilience can outlast being trampled or mowed. Symbiosis with a passerby who seeks your nutrients. Perhaps the balance will coax them to protect you. Taking only what they need. Allowing the rest to ripe. Some people get greedy. Leaving just the roots. Grow through the bullshit again. On your own. Life is bullshit. Yay! <laughs> Dandelion greens are delicious. They Yay! really are. And you can use them. You can use them to. Do, do you have a poem? Do you have a poem? Uh, yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know about Pam Benjamin, but she has a, lot a of poems. Uh, degree in poetry. Oh my god, it's so <laughs> embarrassing. No, I it's like, like oh my god, what did I do with my it's life? Like, I can read another poem that really sucks while you're getting it ready. Do you want? Me to do that? Yeah. No, I, I can't believe it would suck. Come on now. Uh, I, mean, I should have them memorized. That's a problem. But you're, you asked me to read a poem. Well, like, you know, you, I'm like, we've oh been my God, memorizing our jokes. If I, like, wanna... we've been memorizing our jokes and not our. Um... Oh no, I. So here, here's another one. Uh, I'll, I'll read this one while Pam is getting ready. Pieces of my, I, I, I don't remember what this says. <laughs> By the way. Pieces of mind, slips of mind, pair of practice, practice, staying guarded, open-hearted, beyond the fence, barbed wire fence, better days, shades of gray, fade and sway. I'm going to read a really cheesy one so that when you read it, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Wind intense. Pressure is grasping, gasping, grasping for time. Complimentary disorder as the brick and mortar. Disorderly compliments. Tricks, trips, flames flick flint. Flow content. The time spent. Spirit went. Domineering danger. Manic whirlwind. Manier containers. Hungover from elation, dizzy dissension, blurry description, compliment sandwich, criticism managed, cold critic critiqued, more shallow, less deep, sub please your please passive, aggression leap, learned lesson, no remedies. Redirected disappointment. Returns diminished. No appointment. Branded and blemished. No ointment. Broken bondage and bandage. Still works. I'm content. Polished spit shine. Broken pieces of mine. 
Peace. Peace out, bitch. What? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, remember fuck you, whoever. That's uh, fine. <laughs> All right, so you got one. You well, got I, one. Uh, so I used to write, I used to, this isn't this poem, but I used to write poems. I used to have a, a thing called a nonce. And for those who are into poetry, a nonce is when you create your own medium of poetry. And so I wrote these seven line poems that didn't have a specific syllabic count. But they were all about the certain dude. But the, this, this is just one from that particular nonce. Uh, and it's just, anyways, it goes, it's called uh, Beard. There's a city in your beard, rows of tiny houses filled with clever pundits whispering how to live, confusing my fingers when I dig for skin, gardening invisible bonsai. I'll keep reaching till I find your jaw longing to rent in your ghetto all right that's my resonance i have i have a bunch of those oh, i have no, I, yeah, thank you good. this is good one. okay this one this was called emotional distancing this one i like this is i wrote this during covid and emotional it's a covid distancing. and it's a covid poem and it's called emotional distancing and it's about covid and emotions all right okay <laughs> um and i i like the way it's set up too anyway okay Looking away is my only form of negotiation. No more terrorism. Exploding my own heart in some 80s TV movie. You are not the promised virgin, coquettishly waiting among 72 versions, DNA coated on a cloud, lounging, standing, wings a flutter. Six feet becomes a canyon. The secret is knowing the difference between butterflies and trash. But you look like an angel when you sleep. Such perfect lips, these, this youth. I wake in terror screaming. Two white ghosts reflect behind the screen. Objective versus subjective, they whisper. And I am suddenly afraid of the dark. I know, I'm such that a good so poet. Good. I love it. Oh. Thank you. I Do you want to know where that one we gave it? That, that poem came from a night at Nathan Lowe's house where. What? I know Sam. Sam was like, "You can sleep next to my if you want to sleep on this because he had an L sectional, and Sam was like, "You can sleep. You can sleep with your head next to my head," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and then when I woke up in the morning. I wrote that poem. I sat in Nathan's little, Nathan had a big house and I sat in the sunlight was coming in and I made myself some tea because they were all asleep and Pancake was snoring and oh, he was so Pancake. like, I and so I was like, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to drink this cup of tea because I'm awake snores. way too early and I'm going to, and I wrote this fucking poem and I was like, yeah. So I wrote this one. It's called... BFWB. All of these poems, I think that we're reading, they've all been written during COVID. <laughs> like we're like, yeah. what else are we gonna do? I'm like, oh, we're like we are wordsmiths. Let's just, uh, uh, you know, whatever. This is this one. It's called BFWB. BFWB. Best friends with benefits. Bodily baptism. Being reborn in your DNA. Daydream away, follow bliss and splits, fragmented beginnings and unhappy endings. Manic, 
mosaic, romanticized sadists, casual choices, unusual voices heard, blurred boundaries, laughter, bounties, uncertain times, cynical minds, chaotic brains, barely sane, rarely tamed, skating in in line on the fractures formed from faults playful insults ever after failed fairy tale fame from the vault forgotten names sucked out like the poison rotten the brain passengers on derailed trains training day for our getaway Italy or Spain Harbinger Harbor collected pain empath or path emotional pangs dyed hair cut bangs feelings flail flimsy scale tipped tourist trap to your mind extraterrestrial kind experienced high butterflies flutter by gastrointestinal Heart-shaped, bent, your best friend with benefits. Oh, oh shit! That was that was written a long time ago. Oh. Actually, this is the first time I read it in a long time. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> best friend with benefits. Oh, that was good. That's good. Oh. Brought it all together at the end. Uh, this yeah. one's called Breakfast of Youth, and it's an homage to Lawrence Ferlinghetti. I stole some of his lines. And uh, I watch Zeus watch, walk his dog in the tenderloin after making it rain. His dog trots freely in the street and sees reality. America drunks in doorways, ants in holes, pool rooms, and policemen. He doesn't hate cops. Zeus stepped in human shit. I mean, he knew it wasn't dog shit. He is a god. <laughs> a god watching poop off his shoes is still a god. And this wasn't some Jesus thing. I didn't wash his feet. He lifts his shirt. Oh, nearly naked breasts. Your breath, more than 51 degrees, dangles, is the air. No one ever said I wish it would have happened faster. You are the sprawl in my chest. You are the feeling that makes me believe in a God. It's your world. Show me where to sit. Yes, yes, and always yes, I am your yes. I didn't grow up here like a living question mark. A dog eating the breakfast of youth. Damn! That's, That's a poem, oh, bitch! I love, I love that. I wrote this. It's, um, it's after my dead best friend. <laughs> it's called Flying V. Spent your time waiting on the heroine. She saved you from living. Slowing your heart rhythm with her untimely speed. Does that make me the villain in your chosen life's prophecy? Forgive me for my greed. People aren't property. <laughs> Forgive me for my resentment, although I saw it coming. I didn't see that 